Hey everybody, what's going on? It's another episode of Bad Dinner Guests. I'm your host tonight, Kev. We got a special treat for you. Nate is back in the house with some more ghost stories. Nate, how you doing? Uh, not doing too bad. Um, glad to, well, not glad to be back working. Who's glad to be working? Let's be honest here. But, <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, coming back from vacation. Wish I could have stayed forever, but, you know, that's how, that's not how real world works. So I guess I'm doing all right. Circumstances. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I, yeah, I want to give you some, some on air props for those of you listening that follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Well, actually we need to get the pictures up on Facebook now that I mention it. Uh, all that, all that, those, that cool stuff you've been seeing on our Instagram and Twitter. Most of that has been Nate. Uh, he's been, he, he was working on, on vacation. So uh, we appreciate it. That's for sure. Well, what, 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 uh, what do you give him a little sample? I know you had what a Dodgers game, Dodgers, Cubs game, or there was Dodgers, Cubs, Dodgers, Cubs, Cubs, Padres, Cubs, Rockies, um, like the Getty museum, museum of death, um, things along those lines. Also went to Estes park which is an hour and 15 from Denver, home of the uh, Stanley Hotel, which uh, hopefully one day I'll get to stay at and see how that goes. But that's how much a little bit the, down the road there. How much is the night run you over there? Go ahead. Um, so I looked, and I picked a date where I have some extra time off. And it was like two nights. was like 600 bucks. Whoo! Goddamn. It's, it's a pretty fancy hotel, though, let's be real. Um, I better get to make out and, with a you know, dead ugly woman for that price. <laughs> I'm sure you could make out with a dead ugly woman there. I don't know, but I mean Estes Park is beautiful, but you know, just some of the things that happened. And then, of course, you know, the topic of our discussion tonight with the Randolph County Infirmary, or as you have uh, pulled up on screen share here, the Randolph Asylum. Yeah. So creepy, it goes by two names. But uh, this is actually what I have pulled up is the site that you went use your booked your trip through, right? What? Yeah. Which was what? Uh, GhostHuntUSA.com. Yeah, and it may for those seem, listening. Yeah, it may see the website may seem tacky when you got something named like that, like it's just a, a sort of a tourist trap or you know, one of those like. Halloween things you walk through, you know, for example, like a haunted house or whatever, but like, it's pretty legit. Um, I can say gladly, um, after experiencing working with, uh, their crew and stuff, they're very professional, very prepared. Um, definitely very informative about their various locations. Cause this is not the only location they do. Um, just for example here, um, they've got, they do Gettysburg stuff too. Um, not necessarily the battlefield itself, but uh, various buildings in Gettysburg um, for the Midwest and, you know, the northern south part of the United States from what I've seen. So they they run a good operation. Um, you know, I mean, for a business in this economy, um, you know, you obviously want to make money. But um, personally, I don't ever get that vibe or did 
ever get that vibe, excuse me, uh, from any of the uh, people that were at the uh, Randolph County Infirmary. They are definitely very, like I said, very knowledgeable. Um, so that was a huge plus, and I'm very uh, definitely would uh, go through them again uh, for, you know, especially if I'd ever get the chance to go to Gettysburg. So. Well, I say the next time you go, uh, try to get a check out of them because I feel like that was a pretty good plug. <laughs> but I see they do some cool things. The uh, that resident undead thing looks uh, what well, a little uh, episode that they do. I have no idea what it is because it's my first time seeing it, but I'm going to watch it after this because it looks pretty interesting and it looks like a bit of um, a Resident Evil ripoff. But well, no, it's just. Thing. It's just the title. So that's actually not – it is, but it isn't connected to Ghost Hunts USA. Um, I mean, they work hand-in-hand, hand, but it's not really the same thing. It's just – it's basically their title for, you know, like a, what you see on TV, like Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures or, you know, whatever. That's just the title. Um I guess it would be a ripoff of Resident or Resident Evil in a sense, like Resident and the uh, the little screenshot there. It does look like uh, the Resident and Resident Evil. So you know, but who am I to know? I I don't know design or graphics or anything. So yeah, you're not a gamer anymore. <laughs> not not really. But so on. Um... When it comes to this trip, because you sent me some interesting photos, which hopefully we'll get up on the uh, Twitter account, the Instagram from uh, from your trip there. And can you kind of explain what that was? Okay, so I have no I, idea what it was. It creeped me out. So the pictures I sent you, um, other than the outside of the location, which um, for our viewers there, you should um, see if you can pull up a. Uh, image of the uh, of the building itself um it's actually not the picture will make the building seem bigger than it is i'll be honest um but the picture i sent you were of this piece of equipment called an ovulus um now an ovulus I like the to, sound of uh, that explain it like say what a uh, giggity i think what was the correct term oh I, I, ovulus oh yeah I can get down with that. Whatever it is, sounds good. So no. <laughs> it basically it's a, a way for spirits to to communicate. Um, the basis for human language, um, which is is phonies, um, it has a built-in dictionary in there. And then you know, I'm saying this whether or not you believe in in spirits and ghosts and stuff. Um, the spirits can use the uh, equipment and manipulate it to. Um, have it say words now some of the picture i sent you one was malevolent and one was demon and one was assault and those were so it started off demon malevolent and then assault and it all happened back to back to back so definitely uh definitely got the vibe that there was some very negative stuff where we were at that time um which was up in the attic um because i was we were doing something. There was probably like 12 or so people at most um, up in the attic. And I was sitting in a chair at one end and everybody else was about in the middle. And we had, um, I was holding the ovulus 
and somebody else had a spirit box going, which is technical terms, SB7, um, which runs through radio frequency. And it's also a way for uh, spirits to communicate through as they uh, give off electromagnetic frequencies, um, EMF for short. And somebody's running that, and we had two motion detectors, like motion sensors set up, um, where in the attic, um, a couple of spirits like going to this certain part in the attic for, you know, whatever reason. Um, and, you know, we were running some experiments with that, having some success with stuff. The uh, sensors being set off um you know, seem friendly, and then all of a sudden I get this on the ovulus, and I can say I was uh, I was pretty creeped out, surprisingly. Um, I was quite concerned at that point that I may bring something home. As far as I know, that hasn't been the case. Um, I mean, I didn't get attacked or anything, but definitely, and now this is something if you've ever watched on TV, um, you know, they'll speak about how your hair is standing up on edge, uh, whether you can, you know, quote unquote, feel the spirits or, you know, temperature change due to spirits. Um, that was happening big time. Um, really? So, so you, 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 you were afraid you were going to take something with you. I've actually, I've listened to a couple of other podcasts where people have talked about ghost hunting and their experience and feeling like they, brought something with him have you had any weird nightmares since you've come back no 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 i have not um thankfully i'll say um definitely don't ever want to bring especially evil shit home luckily i can say that well so far it could just be dormant no, i mean i guess i'd like I, to see I you guess, with a mean really, streak no, I'm, I, I'm kidding about the know. demon thing, but so, okay. So you were getting this, so you got these readings and so the, the sense that you had that feeling, the, the goosebumps or, you know, however the willies, whatever term you use for it, um, was that sort of simultaneous? Was it, did it happen right after? It the, was pretty uh, silent. Sim yeah. Okay. So yeah, I can't pronounce stuff. Uh, to save my life, apparently. Um, but it was basically at about the same point. Um, you know, it was all happening at once. Um, I will say on occasion, stuff can happen. Um, not necessarily at the same time, but in this case, that's what was happening. I will say um, we were up in the attic. See, what's funny is I'm sure everybody knows about the witching hour, um, whether or not you think it's hokey pokey or, you know, legit. Well, for those uh, who don't, like, you know, there's a tough case. Let's what what for me. So basically, you know, it's, give me a little it's the time. Yeah, it's basically the time between three and four um, a.m. Typically, people believe um, that spirits be, can become more active, and or um, there's more um, spiritual activity, paranormal activity, whatever you want to call it. Um, and this was happening. Between about, I believe, three, if I can pull it up here, because I have a timestamp on these pictures, actually. Um, okay, so it was ha so these pictures 
Now we we were up there probably for about a good hour and a half. Started happening at four ish. So you know, right there, not exactly what you know people consider the witching hour, but you know, right about that time. Um, and I will say, I was unable to get. I saw with my own eyes uh, on some people's pictures, um, but I was unable to get a copy. I should have uh, said this firsthand. For those, wow, it's really uh, thundering outside right now. Told you. Um, for those, yeah. you brought it with you. As, yeah. Well, uh, have fun with this storm in a couple of hours, probably. Um, but for people who don't know, um, there was a picture where they took where they took a flash. I'm sitting in the chair, um, and we're running through these motion sensor experiments and stuff. Um, all of, of, I guess you would call a ball of light or looked like a miss or something. And it's hanging out in front of me, in front of my left leg. And, you know, whether you believe in orbs or not, it was easy to, t definitely easily to tell, um, whether stuff was dust or bugs or something. And this, this definitely did not have the same consistency as, um, as bugs or, you know, dust. Um, to say the least. So it was very strange and kind of creepy. So what did it, and, what know, did it feel like? What did what feel like? Well, you said, you said it, you know, what, is there anything you could equate it to? You know, for the, it's just, you know, you said it wasn't, um, it definitely wasn't bugs or dust. You know, what, do, what do you think that it was? I mean, you, you were there. Well, what, in I that moment, what did you feel I like mean, was going I on? To be honest, I didn't see this orb with my own eyes. Is somebody took a picture and it was on the um, it was on the on the picture itself, um, and you know they were taking multiple pictures, and I, I really wish I would have asked them to send me, um, but it was it didn't pop up in everything. Um, basically, the best way I can describe it. Um, best way I describe it is like kind of an advert like flash in a sense like a very dim like concentrated flash but that but the thing is though with it being completely dark um, and there's no windows or anything there was actually no windows or anything to reflect any light up there um, you know it's very odd to say the least and it would definitely explain uh, you know, some of the things that were happening at the same time, such as the stuff with the ovulus, um, the sensations I was feeling, even the stuff with the motion sensors. Um, so, you know, but that was just up in the attic itself. Um, you know, stuff started picking up up there. I mean, there's more to the building than the attic, obviously. Um, what is the... Did they give you... So were you guys out on your own here? Did you have a guide? Okay, so or... so we got there. They, you know, they let us walk around ourselves a little bit. Then they gave us a little historical guided tour. Um, then they broke us up into four groups, and we went with, um, I guess you could call them guides, but we went with, you know, the workers and stuff, and you know, they did a little investigation with us for a bit, and then basically, for the rest of the time, you could sleep there. Or you could do your own free time, quote unquote, free time, uh, 
you know, investigation, which is basically you just, you know, you do your own investigation. Um, so, you know, for a good chunk of it, you're, you're on your own in terms of, um, doing things. Um, and weirdly enough, one of the guides is very, is she doesn't call herself a psychic median or anything. Um, but she, she's very spirit aware. It's the best way I can describe her without calling her a psychic or anything. Um, and during that free time she was doing, um, trying to do seances and such with Ouija boards and technically they're just called spirit boards. Um, so, you know, they would have special things going on like that. Um, lots of different equipment though, too, thankfully. So did they give you, you said a lot of this happened in the attic. Were you given a history at all while you were there about yes. what the attic had been used for? Um, yeah. I mean, it was just the attic for storage and stuff, but they also, now these stories are just, you know, they're stories. They don't have any sort of documentation to back this up. But it's been said that there were hangings up in the attic uh, due to uh, people stealing food and such. Because this was, you know, this back back then, you know, it was very, you know, used for mental health in a sense too. I mean, you know, it is an asylum. It was used for more things than that. Um, but, you know, back then, and even now, we don't treat mental health uh, patients um, as, like, real disease. You know, people would just drop them off, and that'd be it. Family wouldn't hide away their quote-unquote secrets. Um, so, you know, the way we, we treated people back then, it, it wasn't wasn't very bright to say so there weren't too many friendly spirits well i mean i would say from what i encountered i would say 70 percent was you know friendly residual not negative in any sort of way um really i'm actually surprised to hear that i thought it would have been the other way that it would have well i mean yeah um but you know, it probably didn't help too a little bit in the basement near the end. We were doing some provocation, but that's all right. You know, nobody's, as far as I know, nobody's come out harmed. So, oh, please, uh, please elaborate on your provocativeness in the basement. So what, what did you do? Did, were you, were you like, were you being incendiary? You know, were you trying to piss them off or were you just like, Hey, we want to talk to you? A uh, combination of both. Um, especially, um, there was a point then now this part's after that. It, it's weird. Cause like stuff was kind of happening. Um, it was, it was small stuff that was really happening for till about, you know, when we went up in the attic three thirty four, And then after that, we went back down in the basement and, um, it was me and my friend who went with me and this other gentleman. And we were just sitting there. Uh, with a uh, millimeter and a K2 meter, which is basically the same thing. It's just not a digital uh, interface. Um, and the meters were going off. And I, I still had to control the ovulus and was getting some interesting things. Um, a lot of it was residual stuff too, but um, got some of the same negative stuff that I did up in the attic. And 
I had set up a motion detector and this thing was just going haywire. Like this, this, to give you a, a example of this, this motion detector, the whole time we we're in the basement, literally not more than two feet away from me. So even though we were in the dark and all we were getting was like ambient light from like, you know, outside lights or whatever, like, I mean, it's still dark, but I can still see the motion sensor. And this thing was just going haywire. And there was nothing walking, nothing to the uh, naked eye walking across it at all whatsoever. Um, so there was a lot of activity in terms of that. Um, in the basement, there's, uh, there's two really main spirits um, that are intelligent per se. Um, one is the old cook named Mary, um, who supposedly poisoned a bunch of uh, uh, patients slash, I guess you could call them inmates, um, at this place. It was never proven, and you know, there's no evidence to necessarily back it up. Um, but she's real friendly, um, but she's kind of under control. Like she's very submissive to this other spirit who's called the tall man who likes to walk in between doorways in the basement. Now, we didn't see him this time, but there is a previous time about two weeks before our investigation where somebody was in the basement alone and they heard something. And it's it's actually on the, um, the Randolph County Ghost Hunt USA uh, Facebook thing. They have a picture of where they catch this humanoid form like shadow figure peeking out from behind a corner and this lady was the only one in the basement um so and it was this this spirit they call tall man and he's not very nice to say the least um you know likes to be intimidating did not hear of any like physical attacks per se but um you know definitely does not give off the uh, friendly vibe so may, it may have been that setting off, especially when I still got malevolent and assault in the basement on the obvious. Yeah, you think that could have been the the tall man then? So I'm trying to, I'm going to try to find this picture so we can pull it up. But so now you were told these stories then by, by the guides for lack of a better term as far as the the cook and the tall man or were these things that you knew before was this was this your first time going to the randolph infirmary yeah yeah i mean this is this was something my buddy actually found um and it was it's close to his house he lives not even an hour away um so he found it and we decided especially since it was when i was getting back from vacation um, you know, to do this. Um, and boy, it, it was definitely, definitely a lot of good information that came out of it. Uh, I had never heard of it. Oh, excuse me for yawning there. I had never heard of it before, but you know, I got to do a little research. Um, I didn't necessarily know about tall man or Mary. Um, but this place was still open until 2008. Actually. Um, it ended up being a um, senior center, like care center, not necessarily a nursing home. I guess you could call it a nursing home. Um, but, you know, they ended up 
closing it down in 2008, and these people came in and saved it. I mean, it finally got historical status just in 2015, I believe, if I read correctly. So it's, you know, but it looks like this place has been literally abandoned for years. I mean, I will say, though, near the end of the the life of the the active facility, um, they did move people out of the top floors because they were, you know, not necessarily gaining more senior citizens that live in there, and they were trying to wind down services. So the bottom floor is definitely – it's not as old-looking because it definitely has fresher uh, paint and and things along those lines. Um, But you look at the building on the inside, and, I mean – like it's been abandoned for years and it's only been out of use for eight that and that's pretty crazy um i wonder if part of that is just the uh the the spirits doing have there been any stories of uh i I know you mentioned uh, i was having a hard time pulling up and finding that picture so i'll just post a link to it later so that people can see the see see the tall man in the in the not the flesh i was about to say in the flesh so i kind of just caught myself in a stumble there but so i'm just tripping all over myself where um um when it comes to this uh this so do you think did you hear any stories of any other because uh, the word demon was used as well with with your reader, right? It said demon and malevolent, yeah. which a malevolent would be. That's not a word I expect to hear quite so much from a uh, mental patient. So, is it possible maybe that this was something something else? Is it maybe you know is this sort of just like a breeding ground, or is it maybe just the the mere fact that? a ghost hunting program has come into this place and um, people have brought sort of the desire for that energy to be there. And maybe, uh, you know, if, if, if ghosts are, if, if you adhere to the idea that ghosts exist and they can do all these things and show up, it would be possible or at least conceivable. I would think to think that they could travel to places, especially where the energy source was high enough. So, well, what did you guys think about, that you know seeing demon that would freak me out more than it may not be i mean the ghost you're dealing with i mean to be honest like i got out of the chair and i almost did not want to sit there anymore um just because that's not i mean i you know i'm fascinated by the stuff and you know say what you want about ghost ventures and how they're very over the top and and whatnot and same thing with ghost hunters and turn because obviously you know they're on tv you know the point is to have entertainment you know that's the big point in terms of getting ratings and stuff um but you know this stuff fascinates me and but to have that happen to myself in terms of that i definitely got out of the chair and almost did not want to um i did not want to continue in any sort of a sense um now and the you guys brought this along with you right it wasn't supplied by your guides this reader uh no so they so the in terms of equipment um 
they have um, they have like K two meters, which are cheap, like millimeters. Um, but myself and my buddy, and his name's Brett, and uh, a little bit, I will uh, be going on with a paranormal podcast for bad dinner guests in the near future. Um, just to say that, and he will probably be on a few times with me. Um, but his name's Brett. He um, he's got some equipment. He has his own K two meter, and he has a spirit box. While I have a uh, a night vision camcorder. Now this night vision camcorder was like 110 bucks. Not great. I have like extra night or extra infrared light for it, but you know, for the time being, it'll do the trick until you know, for whatever reason, I can get better equipment. Um, and then I also have a millimeter, which not only measures electromagnetic frequency, which, you know, just to reiterate, ghosts are said to give off. Um, it also records temperature um, because it's very likely if you have a strong change in uh, temperature, you will, you're definitely most likely going to be dealing with the spirit, like especially if it's real quick like that. Um, just as an example, in a previous investigation we've talked about um, at Waverly, I had a spike from like building was like 82 because this was a summer and then it dropped to like 72 and the millimeter wasn't moving. So, you know, it, it does things like that. Um, so I have we have some of this equipment. I said some of it's cheap and it doesn't necessarily um, do the job super great by any stretch of means. But you know we work with what we have. Right. I just I wanted to the the reason I asked was for the you know there will definitely be some some skeptical people that and I will admit that I myself am a little skeptical of. Uh, uh, any haunted place that is managed and is managed by a place that manages multiple haunted attractions, because there is that sort of, uh, you know, it, obviously in order to get people to come back, they're going to need to see or feel something. So there's always that yeah. in the back of your mind, but I brought that up because I, for any of the, the naysayers out there listening who are simply thinking, well, okay, they just gave you some equipment and it p spits out scary words. I just, so I wanted to point out the fact that it was your own equipment that you brought that gave you this reading, um, not something that was provided to you. Because uh, that, that, to me, that does make a difference. Well, yeah, absolutely. And I will say the obvious thing I've been talking about, that was not mine or Brett's, but it was a, f a fellow investigee um, investigator. I believe the term yes. is investigator, yes. but investigee is it? Z, okay. what other podcast channel bring invents words? <laughs> We've got a new one. Yeah, I kind of just you know just rolled with it and see how it would go, and it, it kind of backfired on me there. I like it. It's very it's very 2016. Just just make it up as you go, man. <laughs> um, but this this fellow investigator had a bunch of her own equipment. Um, I should also say we had some uh, digital recorders as well. I haven't had a chance to go through them completely yet. Um, so I don't know about EVPs, but, you know, she had her own recorders. Um, and she's the one that had the ovulus, but, you know, didn't care to let anybody else use it. So um, I was operating it a lot. 
Um, but yeah, so I mean, you know, the point you uh, you made there about you know people necessarily not wanting to you know be ske- they are skeptical because they're like, oh, they gave you this equipment and stuff. It's really not that hard to get equipment of your own. Um, there's various avenues you can go through to get equipment and such. So um, it's not cheap because it is. And even if you weren't necessarily using some of this for, you know, ghost hunting, ghost investigations, whatnot, like the Melmeter, I mean, you know, I'm sure utility companies have used something along the various lines. You know, it's it's useful in certain situations in everyday life, too. So it's not like it's just ghost equipment itself. Got it. Okay, that makes that makes sense. Um, so what, what was the, I mean, that, that had to probably be the, the craziest moment. I mean, were there, were there any other good stories that you heard along the tour? I mean, you mentioned the tall man, which I think at least that gives me something to research. I kind of want to hear about this. He sounds like a pretty interesting ghost to have around. I sent you a, a picture in an email. I don't know if you can pull up. Um, you know, the podcast email, um, there should be a picture attached of the picture I was talking about, actually. Um, I don't know if you can possibly pull that up right now or, you know, you attempt guys, to. You guys always just make a habit out of making me work more, don't you? Um, yeah, I will get, I will work <laughs> on that. <laughs> well, um, you know what? I'm, I'm sure sitting at a bank being lazy. You know, it's nice and all, but you got to work. You're not supposed to tell. Ah, la, 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 la. I didn't hear what you just said. (laughs) I'm just messing with you, man. You can Um, say I work in a queue, but don't tell them where. (laughs) Hey, you know what? A bank is a general term. Nobody (laughs) necessarily knows what I'm talking about. It's bad enough. Dude, you could honestly, I could honestly be saying you're working at a food bank or a blood bank. It it is. It's a blood bank. And that's why it's just awful. (laughs) <laughs> um but yeah so in terms of you stories so what's what's i found very interesting so there's two other things i found very interesting one um actually three now that i think about it one is on the left side which the floors were segregated so the like left side there's like two hallways one hallway was like male one hallway was female well, this side was male, and there's a story of a woman who was chained up in a jail cell. Well, on the second floor of the male side, there's a jail cell, like a legitimate jail cell with a toilet and a bed. Like It's it's actually part of the building. It's not just a to scare you with this story and, and actually do a mock-up of this. It's actually part of the building. Okay, okay. So I, I see you uh, pulled up the picture here. So this is the tall man, huh? I apologize to um, the uh the viewers. The picture is a little small, but I also if I if I make it any larger, uh th- this is the original. I wanted to keep it at its original size at least at first. Yeah, so they don't necessarily 100% know if that's who it is, but they have an idea that they believe it's the tall man spirit. And I can't remember why they call him Tall Man. I guess because he's taller. 
It's something like he was like six five or whatever, but um Logic so yeah, holds up. So, yeah, well so yeah, so he's peeking around the corner there. Um and nobody else was in the basement. That's the thing though. Um they were able to confirm whether or not anybody else was in the basement. Um They were oh, they were able to confirm that. Okay. That 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 changed again you're always going to have your skeptics here and yeah. i i am i i lean to uh, more towards i have to see it with my own eyes and even then i only half believe it but uh, there's, that's there's fair really, there's i mean i'm not gonna something say here yeah i'm not gonna say like you know and this goes with anything you know we're not gonna go off topic but you know i i get you know having to see it with your own eyes i mean you know, I I would watch documentaries and TV shows and stuff of this, and like, you know, I believe it, but it's just a totally different element when you actually experience it yourself. Uh, oh yeah, I I can only imagine. I've yet to go on a hunt. I've told you before. I've had a couple of interesting encounters at places that were rumored to be haunted, and I sort of made a mockery of it, and then had some eerie eerie things happen but so i again though um when it comes with this for those of you that are just listening on our uh, soundcloud or itunes we, you won't have the picture to look at so we will post the link for so you can look at it yourself but it, as far as tall goes i'm not sure because i don't know how tall this doorway is it seems like i mean the doorway is the hallway the entire length of it height of it i apologize but so it's clearly if it was confirmed that there was no human, no no other human being down there, and as you know, if, if that were to hold up, I'm not going to take the time to investigate that. Um, if if it does hold up, it clearly does look like the figure of a human. You can clearly see a so he is appearing to peek around a corner. So what you can see essentially is the right shoulder, um, and the head, and see. It almost looks fuzzy enough to where you think you see like an arm, um, the the right arm. But yeah, so there's clearly something there. Again, it's it's always a little bit unfortunate when it's just a one person seeing this, and there yeah. are millions of hoaxes in the world. So for as much as you may believe, and I may believe in the spirit in the, that they exist, there is. It's also un, undoubtable that a lot of these things get faked. So. Uh, this yes. will be one just to check out for yourself, I guess, because a lot of people have talked about the tall man, and it's it, it's funny because it reminds me of. I mean, are you familiar with the Slender Man? That myth. Um. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I know that it's. You know, the big thing about it is people used it to murder. I can't remember the story exactly, but there's a murder connected to it. Like well, there's a, a there's a huge murder. Well, it was an attempted murder connected to it. But so the the rumor behind the Slender Man is that he's this tall man who I believe doesn't have eyes or a mouth in some versions of the story, and he usually walks around dressed in black. So, um, which again, this this picture is in black and white, and you can't see if anybody's wearing anything. But the the Slender Man the became really popular when two I believe they were twelve year old girls 
led one of their friends into the woods and stabbed her 19 times and were found miles away in a different part of the woods claiming that they were walking to the slender man's house so a couple of uh children you know i mean they weren't even teenagers yet uh <laughs> believed in it so much that they were willing to sacrifice their friends so they could go live in the slender man's mansion which i, I just mentioned that because the tall man it, it i want to investigate this at least do the on the internet at least do internet research see if what legends are tied to the tall man yeah and that's fair and i i also pulled up the picture here i just wanted to um, I forgot a very important part of information. So, and I can't believe I forgot this because this is very prominent. So, throughout the building, especially in the hallways and stuff, every time they put up new glow sticks, like hanging on a door or whatnot, you know, there's there's a few up there. Um, just so, like, when they're looking down a hallway, they have a, a you know, a light source. And by a light source, I mean they're not like trying to illuminate the hallway, but especially with shadow figures and stuff, um, so that you know they get a better representation because um, those shadow figures will dim the uh, glow lights when they pass by. Um, so I, I can't believe I forgot that, especially since I was spent over twelve hours in in that building and walked those hallways so many times. So, so that that's the reason for that picture is because the person down there saw like a dimming of it and they took a picture. Oh, so the, the yeah, that that is a big part of the story. So the person that took this photo and they were they didn't claim to have seen this before. Like this wasn't a oh, I saw I saw the tall man so I snapped a photo of him. This was I uh, just there was something weird over there so I pointed my camera. It was a dark distortion. That's what it was. Oh, so, she, so uh, the the photographer did claim to see some kind of movement first, and then took the picture. Yeah. Okay. That. Yeah, that I I, I would I, la, la, la. I look forward to looking into this story. This is a pretty interesting one. Did you get any sort of readings from the what you call the uh, the friendly landlady or not landlady friendly uh, lunch lady who poisoned some people? So I, I don't know if it's necessarily connected or whatever, but I did on the Ovulus, there's a Q&A mode. And I got a series of responses called Squeeze Human Affair Compound Mommy. And I don't know if any of that was connected at all whatsoever. It was just a very – and that was in the kitchen where supposedly um, the, the you know kitchen lady is at. Um, so, so say it for me again. What – what was Squeeze human affair compound and mommy. The last one was body? Mommy, like mom. Mommy. Squeeze of human affair compound. Oh, I'm missing one. Compound and mommy. It was strange. Wow. Yeah. That, that sounds uh really weird that almost sounds like that could have been two separate readings like there were two things close together that got well yeah i mean crossed. it's just because because some of it can go together i mean like if you think about it squeeze human like if you're like gonna give a hug or a pinch or something um and i would even say 
a fair mommy and you could make a case compound could go in that but off the top of your head not really um you know because there's also there's also child spirits that are purportedly um also in this building i mean why you know of course there would be um, did they keep children there at a, at a time um at one point yeah wow that oh that's yeah. that's creepy the i i'm admittedly if i have to to be confronted with a ghost i would much rather it not be a child ghost i feel like that's just infinitely more creepy well here's the thing about that too is um especially demons um they can imitate child spirits so it may seem like a child spirit but in reality it may not be so the the creepy factor is compounded by that um because there's there i I would have to do research but i have seen documentation to and i'm by research i mean find where i found this but i have seen documentation of you know of that being the case so i'm not saying that's what was here don't get me wrong but you know there's always a chance that that could be the case he has the documents so uh, sorry i just that was, that was a very lame uh, alex jones impression there i didn't have God the energy for it dude man. he has the documents but so <laughs> i, I <laughs> that um the, so this one this one was very interesting did you feel cuz based on our last, you know, the the ectogasms episodes. This feels to me like you had much. You experienced a lot more this time. Did you feel like the energy was was stronger here? Because you kind of, I know you mentioned having that moment of the the tingling, uh, you know, the hair on the back of your neck. Did but could you just sort of like, was it tangible? Could you just kind of like feel it in the air the whole time? Or what? what was yeah, there, I know there were hot well, spots. That but. the whole time. Because part of it, it just, you know, it's hit and miss. Like, it's not going to be there at a certain time. Like, you don't, if you, the thing is, if you go into this expecting to feel all kinds of stuff, that's probably not going to happen. Um, so, I mean, at times, you know, it just felt like it was dead, to use a sentence. Um, but at other times, I mean, you can definitely, you can definitely feel it. I mean... You're never going to get to understand that sensation unless you're at a place and you experience it yourself. But would you say, for instance, did you feel a higher sense of activity here than, let's say, Waverly? Or um, I would say no. Uh, maybe almost, maybe as equal as the last time I went, but I've been to Waverly three times, and especially the second time I went um, – there definitely was not um, as much compared to that. But Waverly is also this huge bat wing structure that's just, it's got so much more documented things, um, you know, deaths and other things. I mean, especially medical. Well, not, I wouldn't call them experience at that point, but, you know, medical treatments and stuff, such as like a lobotomy. Um, and I, for the life of me, I can't remember what the name of this is called, but it's where they, 
um, take out up to eight ribs and deflate the lungs. And you look like a damn hunchback afterwards, if you're lucky, because um, they thought that that would help lungs heal, um, since that was a tuberculosis hospital. But, um, <laughs> I mean, it was definitely... <laughs> well, I mean, back then, though, you know, they didn't know medical treatments as well. I mean, yeah, I know. even I mean, in we the early... Treat virus. We, yeah, yeah, there was a time we treated things with leeches, and yeah, no, I get it. It's just, it's it's crazy to think about uh how far we've come because now that seems just so laughable to to apply that technique but yeah so this kind of makes you want to uh have that ovulus the next time you go to waverly huh that's that this seems like yeah. a game changer but it is very hard to get a hold of and it's pretty expensive um in terms of equipment it's it's definitely Yo, like, shoot, I can't even remember how much um, one was. I think the cheapest I've ever seen one was like $300. So the moral of the story is next time, you know, you get become Facebook friends with the ovulus holder and just start start tagging along on their ghost hunt so you can see what, what's being said to you. Is that... Um, that because I, I agree with you. I, I'd like to think in my head as I sit here comfortably in the studio that if I had seen the message demon and malevolent, that I would have that curiosity would have won out and I would have stayed. But the reality is probably that I would have run out there giggling like a little kid, frightened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, I think the goal normally for most of at least when i go with you on my first ghost hunt my goal would be to uh communicate somehow you know honestly whether it be good or bad i i would want to but ideally it would be a, a spirit that would maybe want to stick around and say yeah. something other than you know a squeeze or you know uh demon assault th those kind of things so that that would be interesting. Hopefully we get one of those someday in your future. H have you, as far as this, th this is a little off the topic here, but I, I wanted to, to just throw it out there. It's sort of on the topic as far as like spirits. Uh, do you have any interest? Cause I know you're going to be starting your own podcast on our network. You're, uh, you're stepping out. No, no longer a special guest on five different shows. You're gonna, do, you're gonna do your own. <laughs> the shadow play, uh, paranormal, right? Yeah. So, I, I, are you mainly going to be focused on these sort of ghost hunts? Are you going to attempt to, because uh, you know there are some people that have the belief that these spirits might be, let's, for lack of a better term, uh, an easier way to explain it would be an extraterrestrial being. Uh, some kind of spirit that may that doesn't need a physical body. You know, there there are other realms out there. Than are you are you focused mainly on the idea that these are dead or lost souls, or I would say dead and lost souls, and kind of scientific approach to it. Because I mean, you can say you know all sorts of you know ghosts are real, ghosts are real, and things along those lines. But like you know, there's always going to be people skeptics who i mean they need that evidence and even then some people will just dismiss it so um 
you know, for me personally, I mean, that's more the route. I will, you know, it'll also be a historical kind of thing because for me personally, one of the reasons, like the biggest reason, honestly, I really like Ghost Adventures is because when they go to these buildings and stuff, um, you know, they spend a decent amount of time doing research and doing historical things, you know, giving a history of the building, you know, not even necessarily paranormal related. And it's, it's fascinating for me, um, which is why, you know, some of these places I've been, um, you know, that are haunted, but I haven't even done an investigation at. That's part of the reason why I've gone. Um, I mean, hell, even Waverly, like the fact that, you know, at one point, Louisville was the highest concentration of tuberculosis cases, that area in America. Um, and the fact that, you know, they have this actually, honestly, the beauty, the building is kind of beautiful to be completely honest, you know, to go. It really is. It. I've never been there, but I, when we did that episode, I, we had pictures up from their website and it really, it, it looked, it, it was pretty breathtaking, honestly, isn't yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, I'm not an architecture nerd or anything, and I'm never going to go on that, but just to see buildings like that, you know, the history behind things, it's fascinating, and to see why, you know, whether or not you believe in the paranormal, why things that are unexplained happen, I mean, you know, and it's also kind of a, you know, I'm not, you know, religious or any sort of sense, but to see that maybe there's, you know, something after, um, you know, life that we see on earth here, you know, maybe there's another sort of dimension or whatever. And to, to research that, because, you know, for some people, I'm not, I'm not including myself here, but possibly see that, you know, a loved one that passed away too quick for them um, to see that, you know, there is another, side that they would eventually get to see them possibly again you know whether that's you know to you whether that's heaven or if that's you know just you know their spirits or, or whatnot along those lines i mean you know that's that's part of the reason why so it's not all just about you know capturing things per se but you know there's a lot that goes into it i mean that's just my viewpoint on things well, I like that. I see if I can share with you what my, uh, I guess my ultimate experience would be. I want to find, I would love to find out that ghosts aren't necessarily ghosts, but like I said, some sort of extra dimensional being sort of, I, I guess, I guess it would still be ghosts for lack of a better term. Like the fact that I guess it is a lot of a lot of what you're you're saying um, as far as that there is an other side and all that stuff and it may may not always work out for everyone some some people seem to be getting trapped or something because I don't yeah. know why you would willingly stay somewhere like like, like you, for instance Waverly is beautiful on the outside but if I were dead and gone and I had died there I I wouldn't just stay there if I could go anywhere else um, so I I would love to connect with uh, some kind of spirit or entity that, you know, is uh, th there's got to be something out there that's smarter than us. Uh, th that is the layman's way of how I'll put it. You know, I would love to talk to uh, essentially a non-human spirit if that does exist. And I'm not saying here 
sitting here saying that I believe that it does. But if I were ever going to have some sort of eye-opening, glass-shattering moment, that would be the one that I would root for. Um, uh, a serial killer ghost scares me. Like I've listened to podcasts where a guy uh, was... I, can't, I cannot remember what campus it was. Do you remember what campus Ted Bundy murdered a college student on? Wasn't it like Florida State and like Washington and stuff like that? Uh, I, I can't remember. We, you know, I, we, I know he ended up. Checker. You... Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I know he, did, <laughs> uh, he did end up at Florida State, though. Uh, he had, like escaped and ended up there. Um, Florida, da, 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 he escaped. Uh, well, so while you look it up, so, so the, um, I the uh, Clyde Lewis uh, with Ground Zero Radio. That's that he is the one who went on this ghost hunt that I'm referencing to, where he yes playing the, Florida State, Florida State. It was Florida State. So the it, it's sort of like the equipment that they had, and I don't I don't pretend to know the name of it, but it was essentially what you had with your Ovulus, where they were asking the spirit questions and they had some sort of, uh, but instead of it being visual, it was like a radio frequency and the person could, it was really spirit staticky. Box. And what is that? Spirit box. Spirit box. That's what that is. Okay. It's called SB seven. Like I said earlier, it cycles oh, th- through frequencies and, and you know, you will get some interference. There is interference because you know, it is cycling through those radio stations, but in my experience, um, just for the skeptical people listening in, easy to tell when it is a radio, um, you know, a radio station coming in quick compared to a possible spirit communicating through it. Um, yeah. You know, so, it, and, and I have, I heard the audio myself and, uh, I lack the technical ability to tell you if it was a doctored up, um, person on the other end of a radio but it was so the, the claim was that they spoke to the spirit of ted bundy on the they even asked it yeah because the, the ghost the spirit makes a reference you know, i think he says like i killed her or something and then so then they knowing where they were they then go to ask you know the question you know are you ted bundy and they get the answer yes they get all that stuff and so something like that would be terrifying you talk about one being scared that you're bringing something back could you imagine if you were afraid that you were tagging uh, you had ted bundy's spirit tagging along uh that would be just terrifying i would imagine so, so luckily ho- hopefully things hold true and you don't have anything following you right now yeah i i sure hope so because um you know, I I do regret um, that one uh, person there that was doing seances. I mean, slash spirit boards. Um, the one I was talking about, who was more spirit open. Like I said, I wouldn't call her a psychic. Um, she didn't call herself a psychic. She knows, you know, cleansing rituals. Um, to say the least, and I should have got, not that I'm worried that I have anything with me, but I had the opportunity to get one, but we left uh, before that could happen. So, you know, 
that's the only regret there. I will say, not that I'm going to do an investigation, but when I go to St. Louis this weekend, I'm sure you're familiar with the uh, movie The Exorcist, correct? Never heard of it. No, yes, oh, okay. yeah, yes, uh, yeah. No, okay. So what was it filmed so there this, or was it based? Well, no. So the story that it's based on, um, you know, and obviously Hollywood is going to do all kinds of fooey to it. The story it's based on happened in St. Louis. Um, it was a, a boy. I mean, I, it was 1949. And for the life of me, I just did research on this today. And I can't remember the the father's name, like the, you know, the Catholic priest father, whatever you want to call him. Um, and whatever the house is in St. Louis. It's like Northwest suburb St. Louis. So my buddy and I, cause we will be going to uh prophets of rage concert this weekend. Okay. I was about to ask you why any respect self-respecting Cubs fan was going to spend his free time in St. Louis, but you've given me a good, a good reason. So we're going to stop and now I can't go into the house cause it's still a private residence. Um, but take a picture of the house. I know that's odd, but whatever. I don't care. Um, yeah. And then there's another place I'm going to try and convince him to stop at. Fortunately, can't do investigations of these places due to time constraints. And obviously one's a private residence and they're just not going to go open their home to, you know, goofy old me here, but um, still, that would be cool to see, I guess. So, yeah, you're going to, yeah, just snap some photos or something, you know, just trespass. Well, sign up, just bury it in the yard. I, I didn't well, see a sign. it is in a subdivision. So, if I park on the side of the road, it's not like I'm in their property. There you go. Not saying go stalk anybody, by the way. Let, let me clarify that. Uh, do not be a fucking creep and go stalk your love interest by hanging out on the opposite side of the road where you can't get in trouble. So anybody, any serial killers or creepers listening in for whatever reason, do not be a fucking asshole and do that. Well, that was a good disclosure because I think that is about half of our demographic. So. <laughs> So that's, you know what, we talk about all kinds of stuff on Bad Dinner Guests here, but the one thing is don't do anything stupid and creepy like that. Do the creepy like doing investigations that, you know, that you're allowed to do. But don't do an investigation where you're fucking trying to stalk your love interest. That's just completely wrong. So yeah. full disclosure there, I figure I should have said that. We're looking at you, Sting. And the police. <laughs> also, uh, we're we're looking at uh, our uh, co-host Lou here. So, just kidding oh, about that. Oh, throwing shade. He's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> oh, just kidding. There. I'm a tell on you. Well, before we uh, before we wrap it up, sir, is there uh, this? This was a great experience. Once again, this is the th third time I think that we've talked about these things and i am really amped up uh, we're going on a trip soon aren't we i i sure hope so um we'll have to do some planning i will say there's one thing i forgot that i thought was interesting that happened um i was walking in a room on the first floor by myself with the ovulus um my buddy and a couple other people we were investigating with were in another room across, like right next door 
and there was this like three girls in there um, doing whatever they were doing. And on the obvious, it said Bible. Like it just said Bible. Well, lo and behold, right next to me, there was a box of Bibles. So that was very weird, to say the least. So you just had a, you just had like a factual spirit there. They're just like, hey. I, I guess. Were you or, about to or, run into the Bibles? Was this potentially a Casper situation? No, no, uh-huh. it was it was in a box next to me. I wasn't moving around or anything. So, <laughs> you know what happened? That this person, this poor, this poor Christian is is just hanging out at the infer- <laughs> hanging out at the <laughs> asylum, trying to convert as many souls as it needs to finally be let into heaven. <laughs> All you guys had to do was take a, out a Bible out of a box, and that angel could have gotten its wings. <laughs> well, too bad that's that's fantastic well uh thanks for thanks for coming on man i appreciate i i know you wanted to do this one and i definitely wanted to have you on here and i know you'll be when's do you have a scheduled date yet for shadow play i know you've got a co-host in mind well not a full-time co-host just a a guest co-host here for a one-time thing i have a feeling that this is probably going to end up being a rotating guest list here of yahoos but um well no because this person is located in uh, columbus ohio uh the next time that i am there whenever that would be um, I can't remember when exactly, but yeah. So that person will Couple of uh, weeks. <laughs> that. So um, that person, uh, we're gonna do it live there. I look forward to that. I know I'll be tuning in. And in the meantime, you guys can look back in at our old uh, our old ghost story podcast when we had Nathan on back when he was just getting his podcast legs and those are uh titled ectogasms you can find those on soundcloud itunes youtube nate was that a spirit or was that you no that was me i would like to say thanks bobby brown for being a crazy nut and having sex with a ghost because you gave us a wonderful title there yeah yeah props to bobby brown he really he really helped us out there and and ectogasms will be missed but i look forward to tuning into your show and speaking of tuning in don't forget, you listeners, to tune in to 60 Grit Radio this week. I believe we have an episode. I believe RJ's got one coming out on Thursday. We're going to have Bread and Circuses Sunday afternoon, as always, and bringing it home for the week with Bad Dinner Guest Podcast Sunday night. We got some new gaming stuff coming up. We had a couple of different guys test out Titanfall 2. We're going to be playing the Battlefield 1 beta for you, so plenty of stuff to check out, guys. Come see us again soon. Nate, it's been real, brother. Love talking to you. You want to tell Absolutely, and I would love to, uh, completely off topic, but to end in a positive note here, not that it wasn't positive to begin with, uh, the uh, Chicago Cubs won 3 nothing. so I'll take that. Like it. I like it. I, I like it. Well, on that note, ladies and germs, we will be saying goodnight. We will talk to you again soon. <laughs>